Welcome to Talk No Jutsu. I'm Smug Donuts here with my wife, Spiral Fish Cake, and we're here to talk about anime. Anime is an important part of our culture! On this week's episode, we're going to play Guess That Anime Quote. We're going to talk about some upcoming anime we're excited for. We're going to talk about our waifu of the week, Lady Aqua. And we're going to cover some stuff we're watching recently, like ReZero, Fruits Basket, Rent-A-Girlfriend, Uzaki-chan, and more. I'll take a potato chip and eat it. All right, the rules of this game. If you guess the person who's saying it right, that's one point. And if you guess which anime it's from, that's one point. So I'll start us off here. Something I think that you'll get. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Fear is freedom. Subjugation is liberation. Contradiction is truth. Those are the facts of this world, and you will surrender to them, you pigs in human clothing. Hmm. <laughs> really could be anybody, huh? <laughs> I think that anime might be Kill a Kill. Okay. And the person who said it, hmm, hmm, is it Ryuka? No. Is it Mako? Hmm. Could be anybody. Could be anybody. Is it Lady Satsuki? Yes. <laughs> we only quote that here Constantly. and there. All right. I got a harder right. one for you. You ready? Okay. And if you want to give up one of your points, you can ask for the genre. Is that okay? Sure. All right. The moment your HP drops to zero, your avatars will vanish forever, and simultaneously, your brains will be destroyed. Is that from Sword Art Online? Who do you think the character is? Did Kirito say that? Is that your final answer? Yes. You got the anime right, but it was Akihiko Kayaba, the programmer of the game, yeah. who right when they trap him in Sword Art Online, he says, these are the rules of the game. Yeah, I didn't think it was Kirito, but I wasn't sure. I right. couldn't think of anyone else who it would be, so that's one for me, I guess. All right, you could have said it was the bad guy. So one point. I didn't know who I thought it was, I guess, besides Kirito, obviously. I just didn't know who else. I was looking for the quote, if you die in the game, you, <laughs> you die, die in, in real, real life. life. <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't find it. Really? So I just, yeah. That's I, funny. I just went for the one in the first episode where they talk about it. All right. I'm not weird. I'm just different. I'm not weird. I'm just different. Okay, what's the genre? You're giving up a point? Yeah. Shonen mystery. Shonen mystery. I'm not weird. I'm just different. I legitimately don't know. I got a guess, right? I don't know. Is it Death Note? Misa? It is Death Note. It's not Misa. So I got zero points. Yeah, right. it's L. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> but good job, at least, getting Death Note. Well, hey, I, that's pretty close. That's why that rule is there, so that you can guess if you have no clue. Yeah. And you might get it. All right, your turn. As long as there's at least some chance of winning, blank will never lose. Oh, I feel like I just heard this. As one. long as there's some chance of winning, blank will never lose. What's the genre? Okay, so you're giving up a point? Yeah. The genre is shonen and fantasy. Is it Naruto? No. Oh, man. All right, I guess I just don't get this one then because I don't want to keep just It is trying. No Game, No Life, Sora and Shira. That's what I That's what I Aww. thought. Oh, Spiral Fish Cake. Why didn't you just say what you thought? Blank is the name of their group. That was supposed to Blank's be an easy one. Blank's the name one. of their group? Yes. It's supposed to be an easy <laughs> I one. I forgot Because Blank is from No Game, No Life. I thought you were saying like Blank. That's what threw me off. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, Naruto will win. Ooh, or that's your someone own. will always win. That's, that's your own off. fault. I don't remember Blank being the name that's of their group. That's your own fault. That is my fault. I should have paid closer attention in No Game, No Life. 
I almost said that the your brain will be destroyed by the nerve gear, which is the name of the SAO VR machines, and that yeah. would give it away really hard. I, I don't know if I would have remembered that either. But apparently... I don't remember anything. <laughs> All right. How can you move forward if you keep regretting the past? Can I hear the genre? Shonen. Shonen. Shonen fantasy. Okay. I'm going to guess Full Metal Alchemist, and it was Colonel Mustang... Is Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood and Edward Elric. Dang it! So you get zero points. <laughs> ah! I should get half points for all these that I'm guessing almost right. <laughs> Can we make it half a point? It cuts your points in half. Because I'm guessing the anime, right? Sure. I feel like I should okay, get... Okay, okay. You'll get half a point. I get half a point for each of the ones that I miss with okay, the genre. Okay, okay. Fair enough, fair you enough. You get half a point for each one okay. you get. So if you get both, you get a full point. Yeah. All right. Until I achieve my dream, I don't care what happens. I'm not going to die. Naruto? And who said it? Naruto? It was Naruto from Naruto. All right. You got it right. Okay. A dropout will beat a genius through hard work. A dropout will beat a genius through hard work. I can't think of anything where somebody's dropped out. Can you think of something where someone is a hard worker? Well, yeah. There's a ton of anime where people are hard workers. But like especially so? Now I'm worried that mine are too easy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just looked up famous anime quotes, and this is what I got me in. Do you want the genre? Sure. Shonen fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> They're all shonen fantasy. Not all of them. Not all of them. All right, all right. All right. So that means that it has to be... I'm going to go ahead and guess Naruto. Okay. It's Who wrong. said it? Oh, my God. It's wrong. Okay. Who said it? Naruto. He got half a point. What? It's Naruto and it was Rock Lee who said it. Oh, I thought it was Rock Lee inside. Yeah, you did it. Yeah. Hey, that's half a point. The genre thing is really helping out. Yeah. <laughs> the, the genre thing is MVP today. Thank All right, you. you ready? I'm ready. Simply put, I love humans. Oh, that's Isaiah from Durara. You got it. You're now in the lead. Okay, next one. Stop pitying yourself. Pity yourself and your life becomes an endless nightmare. I feel like that's something that Kamino would say in Gurren Lagann. Is that your guess? Yeah. No. <sighs> is Osamu Dazai, Bungo Stray Dogs. And I remember the moment he says it. He says it to Atsushi. All right. Well, I would not remember something like that. And I don't know if it's a direct quote from the actual Dazai or not. So zero points right. on that, my friend. Here's mine. I believe in ghosts, even though I've never seen one before. And get this. I don't believe in anyone of the people that I've said they've seen one before. It's kind of like how I think of the concept of love. That's Meanery from Toradora. You got it. Yay. You're nailing these. I wasn't so sure how I was doing in the beginning, but I feel yeah. like I'm bringing it back. All right. Knowing you're different is only the beginning. If you accept these differences, you'll be able to get past them and grow even closer. Is that the main character Snafu? No. Miss Kobayashi. Miss oh. Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. I really thought you'd get that one. That's why I put it. All right, next one. I hate this town. It's too filled with memories I'd rather forget. Is that Tomoya Clanath? Yes. Really? Yes. Whoa! Oh my gosh, I can't believe I got that one. Whoa. I'm so proud of myself. Okay, fake people have an image to maintain. Real people just don't care. Uh, I got nothing. Really? What's the genre? Romance slice of life? What? High school? High school romance slice of life? I don't know. What's the quote? Fake people have an image to maintain. Real people just don't care. Is it Clanad? No. It's Hachiman Hikigaya from my teen romantic comedy snafu. 
I just thought of snafu, so I was like, I can't guess that again. I tried guessing that last time one of these kind of quotes came up and it didn't work. I was like, okay, she's not thinking of snafu. She's thinking of other animes. All right. He hates losing to people because he's childish. I know because I hate losing to people and I'm childish. I feel like if I ask for genre, it's just going to be shonen or something like that. So I don't want to ask. Um, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Here. Is that gamers? And is it Tendo? <laughs> is it Tendo from Gamers? It is L from Death Note. What? No way! I thought that was like a super memorable quote. <laughs> <laughs> no! I don't apparently remember Zero that at all. points to Spiral Fish Cake. No! Man! All right. Focus here. Really like focus. Like, I mean, you're think. super ahead. There's like, no um, way I'm going to catch up. Imagine. You're at like nine points and I'm at 3.5. <laughs> You've over doubled. You've laughed me at this point. <laughs> Well, just, like, think really hard. Okay. okay, okay, I'll think really hard. If you don't like your destiny, don't accept it. Instead, have the courage to change it the way you want it to be. Okay, surely that one is coming up from Girl the Gun, right? No! <laughs> is it when they cry? No. If this is during the tuning exams. Naruto says this to Neji, because Neji's talking about his destiny. You have multiple Naruto quotes? No. <laughs> I thought we would not do that to make it less confusing. Okay, that's like my last Naruto quote, okay? Fine. Okay. All right, so I get zero points. Man, I was like, oh, I know I've done Gurren Lagann before, but maybe it'll come eventually. All right. The world isn't perfect, but it's there for us, doing the best it can, and that's what makes it so beautiful. That's definitely Colonel Mustang from Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood. It is. I almost wrote that quote down. Dang it. <laughs> You're seeing quotes that I wrote down. I would have known anyway. Okay, whatever. I know. I like that quote. Okay, so that's two more points for you. <laughs> All right. Life is not a game of luck. If you want to win, work hard. What's the genre? Shonen fantasy. Shonen fantasy. Oh, cramp. That really throws me off. Is that SAO Kirito? It is Sora, No Game, No Life. That was what I thought. Do you know what threw me off? What? The work hard part. It sounds like something he would say about luck, but I feel like he doesn't actually work mm -hmm. that hard. He's very lazy. So yeah, I was he like, it can't lazy. be it can't be a Sora. I'm not going there to die. I'm going to find out if I'm really alive. Oh. Oh, I know this, but I don't remember. Oh no. Wait a minute. Is this Spike Cowboy Bebop? Yes! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Man, that's his whole speech where he's like where he's all like I got one eye in the past, one eye in the future. I almost picked that one, but I thought it was two on the No, list. I would definitely know that one. I quote that all the time. Okay, next one for you. Sometimes I do feel like a failure. Like there's no hope for me. But even so, I'm not going to give up. Ever. Is this one coming up from Kamina? <laughs> no. Okay. Spoiler alert. There are none on here from Kamina oh or Gurren Lagann. Can I get my point back? There's can I nothing... try again? Yes, you can try right. again. There's Let's nothing go. on here from Gurren Lagann. <laughs> nothing. All right. What's the quote? Sometimes I do feel like a failure. Like there's no hope for me. But even so, I'm not going to give up. Ever. Is that one Deku from My Hero? Yes! Oh! <laughs> yes, good job! Hey! You did it! I'll take it. We're going to give me some pity points. <laughs> <laughs> two points, two points. Two pity points for the donut that is not so smug right now. Uh. Um, so if someone is jealous of someone else, well, then it's probably because it's easier to see the plum on someone else's back than it is on your own. I feel like this is wrong. 
but I'm gonna guess Hikigaya from my teen romantic comedy stuff. It is wrong. Man. It was Toru from Fruits Basket. What? Where she talks about how everybody has plums on their back. Oh yeah. Yeah. Man, I can't believe I messed that up. Oh well. No points for me. I gotta win somehow. Fo- focus here, okay? <laughs> All right, I'm focus. focusing. Really focus. I'm gonna lose either way because you're already so much ahead. But... <laughs> well, I could get zeros and you can get twos, right? Well, no. <laughs> it won't matter. <laughs> okay. In our society, letting others find out that you're a nice person is a very risky move. It's extremely likely that someone would take advantage of that. I feel like this is an anime that's similar to like NHK or something, like that kind of genre. Like a person who's kind of down on their luck a little bit. I really don't know the answer. You just want to take a random guess? What's the genre? Fantasy, dark, mystery. So I'm thinking then it's one of those... Either do Rara or it's Bungo Stray Dogs or Blood Blockade Battlefront. I'm gonna say do Rara. No, Sancho Gahara Monogatari. Dang it, rip. Fantasy. Yeah, that's about vampires and stuff. Okay, whatever. I didn't know how to describe it correctly. Fine, I'm not mad. <laughs> I really thought you would get that one since it was from Sanjo Gahara, but... Brush my teeth and go to sleep at night, wake up and eat breakfast in the morning. People do those everywhere. When I realized that everyone did all these things on a daily basis, everything started to feel so boring. I'm gonna guess Haruhi, Haruhi Suzumiya. You got it. Really? Mm-hmm. Yay! If your life can change once, it can change again. I don't know. Is it Charlotte? It's Sanai Furukawa from Quinnette. Shoot! Okay. I dislike situations where I know for sure if I'm going to win or lose. Hmm. Oh, oh, is that Yumiko Kakaguri? Yes. All right. Human beings are strong because we can change ourselves. Who would say human beings in particular? Somebody who's fighting against something that's not a human. It couldn't be Naruto because they mostly fight against things that are human. It's reasonable to say it's Hunter Hunter. It's reasonable to say it's Darling in the Frogs or something. Did you say that there weren't any Gurren Lagann on this list? Yes, I did say that. There is not any Gurren Lagann. So I was about to say it was Gurren Lagann. And that, no, it is not on this list. It sounds like a Gurren Lagann quote. Well, it's not though. Human beings are strong because we can change ourselves. Is it Hunter Hunter? Guess again. All right. Is it Full Metal Alchemist? No. Do you give up? I'm thinking okay. human beings are strong. Because we can change ourselves. Is it No Game, No Life? No. Is it <laughs> Darling in the Frogs? No. Can you get one more guess? I give up. It's Saitama, One Punch Man. Okay. I was trying to emphasize the word strong. <laughs> yeah, that that would do it. <laughs> I don't know. I thought maybe that would help. I was trying to think of if there's a lot of fight about human beings in there, and there are. I couldn't think of who would say that, because Saitama's the only one who's really super strong, and I feel like he wouldn't say something that inspirational. All right. My life is a constant battle between my love of food and not wanting to get fat. Is that Yui from k It is not. Oh, no. Yui would say fun is fun. That is Umaru from Umari-chan. Really? Yes. Oh. Does that make sense? It does make sense, but I would not have ever thought that. That's like the hardest one in my list. All she does is just eat. Well, she also tries to be really beautiful. At school. All right, your turn. People with talent often have the wrong impression that things will go as they think. This is a show that is obsessed with talents. Okay, so it has to be like a My Hero Academia or like a... There's some other show where they could take away their talents. Okay, 
Is it Dawes Eye from Bungo Stray Dogs? No. What is it? It's Karma Assassination Class. Oh, I saw that quote. Mm-hmm. All right. Once we die, we'll only be a statistic. It won't matter what we were called. What we were called. I want to guess Hiki from Martina Romani Comedy Safu, but I don't think every depressing cult is that could your be final answer to him. Is that your final answer? Oh, oh wait, no, no. I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna change it. The main guy from Welcome to the NHK. I think that's his name. Is that your final answer? Yeah, that's my final answer. It is zero two from Darling in the Front. I would have never got that. She wasn't even on my radar. Okay, last one from me. Remember the lesson. Not the disappointment. Remember the lesson, not the disappointment. Is that Zanaruto? No. Darn it. <laughs> okay, who was it? Holo, Spice and Wolf. All right, mine. And everyone on the planet knows that if you win with friendship, you win at life. Hmm. Hmm. Man, I don't know. I feel like I should know this one, but I don't. Um, is it, is it Deku, my hero? No. It is Mako from Kill la Kill. Really? Yes. Oh, I love Mako. Can't believe mm-hmm. I didn't get her close. That's my last one. All right. Well, what's the score? So total that you could get is 30 points. And I have a score of, drum roll please, 5.5. And you have a score of, one more drum roll. You have 17. Wow, I'm really proud of myself. You got more right than you got wrong. Good for me. You got half of them right and the anime right. Yeah, most of the time when I got the anime right, I also got the person right. How do you feel after playing our, our game? How like do you feel after, <laughs> after your crushing defeat? My crushing defeat. I, I have to listen to all the quotes that you quoted to get myself back up. <laughs> Well, hopefully next time we play a game, maybe you'll be able to redeem yourself. We'll have to see. I'll try to get at least within 10 points of you. (laughs) Sounds good. Now that we've finished our game, are you ready to talk about some anime we're looking forward to? Heck yeah. Started off, I'm looking forward to the When They Cry remake. I'm also looking forward to that. I am not sure if it's going to be a brand new one. It's going to be, it's going to remake the story and like okay. kind of redo the whole beginning story. Well, that well that's what I mean. Is it going to be new content or is it going to be a remake? It's going to be mostly a remake, but I think they're going to cover the story from the beginning of the town. But then like, it's going to also be new. Yeah, I'm excited because we watched When They Cry. We really liked When They Cry. It really is one of those things where it just looks like a bunch of cute girls, but then it's like really messes with you because of how cute they are. But then like... Like, is he going to eat some baked goods they make and it's going to be full of nails or needles or or something? Yeah. Like, what's going on here? Is this a safe anime or not? Yeah, I would be watching that. My heart would be pounding. I'd be like, what is that? And then stuff happens and then it starts all over again. It's very confusing. Yeah, I wonder if the new one will do a better job at explaining some of the background of the town and why some of these things are just the way they are because we do get that in the original one kind of fed to us throughout. But it'd be kind of nice to get a more cohesive story of it you know so i could understand better some of what's going on so that's kind of what i'm hoping for in it is that what you're hoping for too yeah i'm hoping for 
things to be very spooky. And I'm looking forward <laughs> to people knowing more about when they cry because of this. Yeah, and I hope that it has a good OP because the original yeah. one has a really good OP. You know, I'd be honestly fine if they just used the original one. I'm looking forward to Golden Kamui Season 3, which comes out October 5th of this year. I had no idea this was coming until I watched Season 2 and then I think shortly after I found out it was announced. So other people have probably waited a lot longer for this than me because <laughs> I literally just watched Golden Comedy, which isn't like a brand new anime or anything like that. Yeah, but, but you really liked it. I did really like it. What'd I'm, you give it? Like an eight out of 10? I think I gave it a seven. But for me, that's pretty high. Yeah, it's very high for you. You don't even give animes tens. So. No, Gurren Lagann's the only 10. So really, it's a, it's a seven out of nine. Eight has to be like super meaningful. Yeah, eight's like really good. Like touched your life. Yeah, nine is like... The anime you love the most. But anyway, yeah, I gave it a 7 out of 10. I thought it was really good. I am a little nervous just because so much of what I like about the anime is his relationship with the Sherpa, and I don't know how that's going to look in season 3, so hope that we get that same kind of vibe that I like so much, or that same kind of relationship that I like so much. I guess I'm just interested to see how that's going to work out just based off of things that have happened. So I'm just excited to see how that all goes down and kind of what happens. I'm assuming, I don't know this for sure, that this will be the last season or the conclusion of the story and i'm excited to see what all happens and what the resolution will be so i am hyped very cool i haven't watched any of it so i'm hyped for you I don't think it would be your type of anime, no, 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 no. but I love it. All right. My next one is a bit unconventional because I normally don't go with these kind of animes. Normally, I'm more into the all-girls idol anime, but I'm kind of looking forward to Hypnosis Mike, the one with the gang rap battle. But it's not rap. We listened to it and they were rapping. You know, you're right. It really was not rap. But if, if there is rap in it and they do rap battles, then that I'm would, all for yeah, that. Yeah, that would be really cool. I love rap battles. It'd be so fun to see two people who are like have really good personalities going at each other saying that each other's mom is fat and trying to come up with funnier rap jokes trying to take each other down that would be so fun don't you want an anime about that you know we'll see i gave up watching ensemble stars halfway through it's not ensemble stars i can't with idol anime i just don't care about them singing i don't care about their groups wow i just don't care wow I feel bad saying that. I want to wow. get back one day to Ensemble Stars, even though it's been like two oh months. Oh my word. <laughs> it's been like two months. <laughs> what a shame. I feel bad that I abandoned them, but... You know, the entire idol guy community is just going to be so upset to hear you say that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I they don't thought like that they had a shows. friend in you. I know. They thought. I'm sorry. I tried. I never really watched an idol show before. I tried Ensemble Stars. You really liked Ensemble Stars for I a while. Did. What happened? It I just got, got boring? Yes. If it was 12 episodes, I would have really had a good time. But it's 24. And they just kept talking about different groups. And I'm like, I just don't care about this. And they really didn't utilize the main girl very well. It's a reverse harem? There's one main girl in the whole school. There's no other girls but her. I wouldn't say it's a harem. They don't. Wait, really... is he? Is she the ensemble star? No, she's the producer of their idol group. Of course. So she's in the production course. So of she... course, she's producer. So I feel son. like she doesn't do anything really. Producers do everything. Yeah, but they never show her doing anything. <laughs> sure. But anyway, that's besides the point. I'm glad that you're excited about this idol. Mm-hmm. If they do rap battles, that will be exciting. Yes, it will. And that's what the point of the show is, so. I'm excited about Haikyuu to the Top Part 2. Ooh. We have not seen Part 1 yet, but nonetheless, I am excited. I have this next on my list as well. We're both very excited. We need to watch more Haikyuu. Yeah, I want Haikyuu's very good, and I need to see more of it, but I don't know how much of it is dubbed. 
I don't know how much of it is dubbed either. We need to watch more dubbed Haikyuu. I want more Haikyuu. So I'm excited that part two is coming out soon. Haikyuu is so good. I know. I wasn't sure how long part two would be on hiatus for, like how long it would take to come back. So I'm excited that next month it's coming out. Next one for me is Adachi and Shimamura, which is about table tennis. Maybe it's not all about table tennis, but it seems like a romance where these two girls are attending the same high school and they're friends and they play table tennis together and stuff. And it seems like a slice of life. I really like cute girls doing cute things and tennis. I've seen a lot of girls playing table tennis anime for some reason. That seems to be a thing. <laughs> I don't know Playing why. ping pong? Yeah, playing ping pong. And all of those were a good time so i think maybe this one will be a good time although i do think it's more of a girl's love thing whereas the other ones were just having fun i was gonna ask but, is it about them falling in love in general or yeah in i love think with it's a other? romance with each other but i'm not okay. sure i guess we'll see yeah i guess we will i have not seen one with ping pong and girls falling in love with each other but maybe this could be my first <laughs> will be a new one for you yeah all right day i became a god i have this down next to my list as well it looks hilarious i feel like i don't know a whole lot about it i i don't even know who really becomes a god i think it might be the girl main character person well i think the girl might be a god already and then she makes him a god we watched the anime raw without any subs yeah so i don't really know the the trailer raw without subs so we don't really know (laughs) what the anime is about but it looks but it looked hilarious And it's by... The same people who make Angel Beats? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Which, Angel Beats wasn't my favorite. I haven't finished it, so I can't say, but I watched, like, an episode or two, and I couldn't get into it. But, I don't know, this looks pretty funny, so we'll see. Yeah, it looks really good. The main character girl seems hilarious, and the, uh, directing looks really funny. Just the whole thing. Like, I'm really looking forward to that one. Next up on my list is Dropout Idol Fruit Tart. I'm looking forward to this. It's an idol anime. It looks pretty basic and stupid, but like, I like cute girls doing cute things, basic and stupid shows, so... I That's feel like right. this fall season is all shows for you. Yeah, yeah. Another idol show. Well, that's what they do. They make a bunch of the really big action-y stuff for summer where people are out and about running around being crazy. And then during the <laughs> fall and winter, they make a bunch of like chill shows or scary shows for Halloween. But a lot of shows that are just cozy and stay inside. Makes sense. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Looks like another one where they're all a bunch of losers and they decide to make a idol group out of a bunch of losers that does so, sound pretty funny though i enjoy those a lot usually idol groups are all like really fancy looking people but they seem like a bunch of i don't know dropouts or something my next one nobleless so basically this dude wakes up after like 800 plus years and he's in a new era mm-hmm. obviously because so much time has passed and he goes on adventures while trying to like blend in when he's in high school that's so weird. Yeah, I guess he knows somebody like his assistant Frankenstein is still alive or something mm-hmm. like that. And so he tries to learn about the new era at high school. So I just feel like that could be a lot of hilarious fish out of water stuff. But the cover of it looks kind of serious at the same time. So I don't know what kind of adventures he's going on, if they're like dangerous or what. So again, this is another one I don't feel like I know a ton about, but it looked really interesting. The next one I'm looking forward to is Akudama Drive. It's a sci-fi series and it's from Studio Periot. 
Tokyo Ghoul Naruto. Ooh. Yeah. Yu Yu Hakusho also. Yeah. And it, it looks really cool. Okay. It's this future world and Kanto is like split off into their own government. And it's full of a bunch of what look like a bunch of gangsters or something. The character designs are so cool on this thing. You got to look up this anime. Akudama Drive. Yeah, um, I'll have to. It has, sounds like my kind of anime. It has like a person who looks like they're like holding a crazy syringe and then a dude who has some kind of sci-fi orb in his hand that's wearing like an eye patch that's like super scientific like, eye patch but yeah they're super cool looking i'm looking forward to that i'm not into a lot of actiony shonen shows all the time but that one looks cool it looks maybe like durara type kind of anime yeah it does it does kind of look like that but it, i don't know it just looks very serious very tough the next one I have on my list, the new Legend of the Galactic Heroes Dainui Thief season. When you told me about this the other day, I was so excited. Yeah, you didn't believe me. I didn't believe you. I was like, no way. That's not true. And you're like, no, here. It's on Funimation's Twitter. And you were like, where? where? I don't see I it. I have to find it. <laughs> I don't see it. It's not there. <laughs> I panicked. And it was like two tweets later. But anyway, I'm so excited. I didn't know when there would be new content for this you gotta I, make it through the i know original. i feel bad because i haven't really watched any since you dang our... dub watcher i'm sorry you can't get through all the subs <laughs> I'm can sorry. you i'm weak you can't be this weak i'm weak i get I, I need to keep watching i'm excited it'll be interesting just to see what's gonna happen next there are so many big events that happened at the end that kind of left us on some Ooh. cliffhangers so i just really want to know what more is gonna happen i really cannot wait and it'll be exciting. Hopefully I'll get through up to where Dainui Thies ended on the original one. Maybe I could watch them at the same time. That would be kind of cool. Because there's no release date on this one yet. So I don't know when it's going to come out. I'm assuming it won't be till next year since it was literally just announced. But we'll see. I am looking forward to Dr. Stone, the Stone Wars. Same. That's what I had next on my list. I can't wait. I want to see Senku. I am getting excited, first of all. <laughs> get excited yes i'm like nine thousand percent sure whatever he says <laughs> whatever yeah yeah i forgot that, he said that that this is gonna be great because i love senku i thought that anime had a bunch of heart and it was really good how season one explained science and actually used good science it was very interesting and now they have cell phones do you think they're gonna just end up playing candy crush they think that they are gonna win but actually they're going to lose because they spend all their money on candy crush and senku <laughs> becomes the jeff bezos of <laughs> the stone wars and then what the bad guy says comes true they're all like i'm sorry we're too busy to fight in this war because we're playing and then they candy all just crush. die because they're weak <laughs> But I'm excited to see the other group. It looks like from the trailer, there's going to be some really interesting people on that side of things. So I'm really excited to see like the strong side, the brawny people. And I'm ready to see what kind of other gadgets Senku comes up for their fight against them. And then kind of, I wonder what will happen after, like what will be the next thing, if there will be a next thing. The meta know. wars. <laughs> the Wi-Fi wars. <laughs> like keep moving up in, in society oh my goodness next one on my list the promised neverland season two Ooh. which is coming out january 2021 well i want to know what happened to one of the characters really Me bad too. That's one like of the ones that seemed like they were going to disappear for a very long time there's some character stuff in there that still needs to be addressed and i want to know and the trailer is so good and they talk about 
what their life is like since season one ended. And I just want to know what it's been like for them. I have heard the second part isn't as good in the manga. Rip already. Rip. But I don't believe that. I refuse to believe that. Yeah. I will only accept that this will be even better than the first. Amen. And that I will fall in love all over again. That's what I'm going to believe. And maybe the anime will make it better. I'm looking forward to Inuyasha coming back. Oh, yeah. I don't I remember about what that. that is going to look like. I forget what the name of the anime it, is called. It's about their children. It's about the next generation. So it's essentially like a Boruto type situation. Yeah, I don't know what that's going to be called. If it's going to be called like Boruto Inuyasha Next Generation. <laughs> I assume that's just what they call anime when they come out with a sequel, right? They call them Boruto and then the main character's name Next Generation. They, there's an official name. Boruto is the word for the following up, like yes, a sequel. It's like right. Gaiden. But yeah, Inuyasha. I haven't watched a lot of Inuyasha yet, so I'm still looking forward to finishing that. But I don't know. It's just, I'm happy to see an oldie, but a goodie coming back. That gives me hope for other things. Yeah. Honestly. Still waiting around for Full Metal Panic Season 5. I don't know if that's going to happen. It will happen. I don't know. It will happen. Invisible Victory didn't come out that many years ago. But anyway, it is cool to see a lot of these older animes coming back either as a remake of some sort or as a new kind of thing because this is a totally new addition add-on to the show, which I think is really cool. I'm looking forward to, I think we may have talked about this already, but I want to talk about it again. I'm looking forward to Uzumaki. Me too. It's coming out fall 2020. Yeah. They, they haven't given us a specific date. All right. Well, maybe it might get delayed, but... I hope it comes out in October because I really want to watch it around Halloween because it's going to be exciting. It's only four episodes, I think, but I'm excited to watch it because it'll be scary. And I've always thought Uzumaki looked really interesting. The art style is what really gets me. Same here. Right. What's your next one? Assault Lily Bouquet. It's about a futuristic world where humanity's facing some kind of destruction and a war is raging the world. And it's all about these cute girls that have guns. And Seems like fight. you're kind of anime. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like I guess you. it kind of sounds like Strike Witches, but it's like a military thing where the military bases are called gardens and they have a bunch of flowers in it that make mm-hmm. a bouquet. And this is about one of the groups. And yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Girls with guns, always fun. The last one I have is Beastars Season 2. It's coming out 2021. I'm looking forward to that one as well. I love Beastars more than I thought I would, so I'm really excited for season two. There's still some information we don't know yet, like who's going to be the next Beastar. What exactly is a Beastar still? We're not totally sure. Maybe they'll go into more detail about that, but I am ready to see more of this love story and more of what happens with all the loose ends. I find the character designs are a little weird to get used to because they're kind of very human Noid and like animal heads is a little weird but the rest of it like the directing and the animation styles very novel and mm-hmm. interesting they did a bunch of really cool stuff with animation in season one i'm super looking forward to what they might do in season two because the story's really good i'm super hype yeah i think it'll be really good i'm excited my last one is kobayashi's dragon maid season two. Oh yeah yes. oh my god I knew I was forgetting another season two that was coming out. KyoAni is my favorite studio, and I am very hyped for this because they haven't done a season two in a little while now. They've done like 
continual series and movies and stuff normally they'll do a season one and then they'll do a movie but they haven't done a big slice of life season two in a long time and normally when they do a slice of life season two all of them are bangers they're all extremely memorable. They did like Clannad, they did Haruhi, they did Kaon. They did all these shows and season one sets it up with a really good premise and gets you comfy in the space. And then season two blows your mind. And then there's a movie that's really good. Season two is where it really heats up. And I'm really excited to see where they might go with it because season one had a really good note toward the end that was interesting and made things kind of like what's going to happen. And now... I want to see what happens. <laughs> Same. I felt surprised that Komiyashi would get a season two. I guess out of all anime that's out there, it was kind of surprising to me. Well, I feel like it really resonated with people. I still see the memes from Kobayashi's Dragon Well, not, it's not that. It's just like I felt, maybe I don't really remember it super well, but I felt like it kind of ended. Oh, yeah. I see what you mean. Like it ended and I was like, okay, well, I mean, this is the story. It's kind of over. I mean, there's always a continuation you can do, obviously, but it felt like, okay, this doesn't have any obvious super loose ends like other anime that haven't gotten a second season. You know, I, I don't remember. Thinking, do you know why that is? Why? Because that show is so good, it doesn't have to rely on you to wonder what happens next and go out and buy the manga for them to make money. That's true. Because they can rely on the fact that people will watch the show and make money off of the show. Yeah, I'm excited for season two. I want to see more Toru and Miss Kobayashi. Me too. I really love those characters and I want to see more. Speaking of characters we love, I'm ready to talk about a certain somebody. Our waifu of the week. She's so weird. She's always been cool as balls out in front of the guys. After a rinse, she wolfs her dinner down and drinks till she's blind. She even sleeps with her mouth open, drooling all over. And now she's stressing about her rep? That's right. Aqua! Lady Aqua. From Konosuba. Oh my word. This character. (laughs) I love her. Makes my eye roll. She's so annoying. (laughs) No, she's not. Okay, you know what? She is, but I feel like that's part of her charm charm is an interesting term i adore aqua i think she's hilarious the main character of that show is a loser neat and even (laughs) he realizes that aqua is useless (laughs) (laughs) the truth is you go through life useless don't you take that tone with me of course i know water spells i can even conjure a flood if i want to conjure one conjure one not so fast you've got some nerve calling a goddess like me useless I want an apology. Okay, I'll apologize to you later. Just quit being useless and do something. She is not useless. She is useless. <laughs> How dare you call her useless? Mm-hmm. Poor Aqua. He realizes that she's useless. He realizes that actually she's not just useless. She's worse than useless. Like you would rather just not have her on your team at all. That's sad. <laughs> well, there is this part though. But I can't fight. I'm a goddess. The only Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean... She's something. But she's a healer, like she said. Yeah. She's She's got that skill. She can do that. When? <laughs> <laughs> she's a priestess. She, yeah. She purifies the water. Yes, she purifies the water. She's got, you know, things going on. She's a goddess. She's got people who worship her. Yep. 
She's not useless. This is not a waifu roast of the week. All right. Well, then I'll start saying positive things. She can do party tricks. She can. She's really good at like her party play with tricks. water behind fans. Yeah. She's brave sometimes. She is? Yeah, she ran into battle trying to defeat those frogs. And Kazuma was like, what are you doing? She tried. So she was too brash and she got eaten. No, she was brave. She didn't sound brave. Okay, she's an idiot. I don't know what to say. She ran into battle. She wasn't thinking. But why Why do you like an idiot? Why do you like a useless idiot? Because let's face it, she's stupid and she's useless and she's an idiot. I will beg to differ on that, that she's useless, but why do I like Aqua so much? She's so hilarious. The show is just full of a bunch of goofballs, right? And she just fits right in. And in some ways, I really relate to her. She can be really whiny. And sometimes I just want to be whiny. And she can be really lazy. And sometimes I just want to be lazy. And I don't want to do anything. Sometimes I just want to lay around at home and eat. And I feel like so does Aqua. And sometimes she just wants to be... Fall in love with Umaro-chan. No, it's not the same. Oh, my word. And Aqua tries so hard. You have to admire that. That's what I admire about her. She tries so hard. And even if she doesn't do things right, she just keeps she on trying. She fails so hard. But she never gives up. She just Every keeps time trying. she fails. Every time she's like, no, I can do this. She has confidence. She believes in herself, even though she's failed a lot of times. And mm-hmm. I feel like you have to admire that. Sometimes when I do something wrong, I just kind of give up. Or when I fail, I'm like, oh, I guess I'll never try that again. But you know what? Aqua doesn't do that. She keeps trying over and over. And yeah, she doesn't ever do it right, really. But Is that true that she never gives up? She doesn't. She keeps <laughs> trying. She keeps being like, Kazuma, I got this. Everybody in the group, I got this. Oh. What? <laughs> I feel like that's not true. That is true. She keeps saying that she has all these things that she can do. Like, of course I can purify this. No, you remember that part where she was trying to purify the water? Her cage that she was in was being attacked by crocodiles. And she said, no, I'm not going to give up. She was too stubborn and didn't know when to give up. She kept going. That was a negative thing, very no, clearly. No. <laughs> she, she was, she, she, no. She, she was so showing pathetic her perseverance. In she was showing her perseverance. Uh-huh. All right. She was. Whatever you say. Speaking of that scene, here's a little quote from her during that trying time. You need to get out to go pee or anything? Uh, I'm an arch priest. Go anything. <laughs> Is that right? That's right. She's an arch. She's very prideful. She's a goddess. Stubbornness can be the a negative thing. No, it means <laughs> that you don't give up. Right. And pride could just be that you're confident in your prideful. abilities. And it, the water Falsely did prideful. get purified, didn't it? Uh huh. So, what do you like about Aqua? I like that she's funny because she's so stupid. She is. She like will say something that doesn't make any sense. And it's really funny hearing Kazuma be like, oh, you you think this, but you're the reason for our problems. Or like that part where he's like, she might level up, but her intelligence will stay the same. Yes, exactly. (laughs) She's very fun to make fun of. I'll give her that. She's the comic relief of the group for sure. I feel like Kazuma's the leader and the planner, I guess. They're all funny, though. Darkness is, like, the strong one. Megumin's, you know, also pretty strong. And then there's Aqua, who's just the goofball one, who gets them into a lot of issues. But I feel like she adds to the group. She's funny, and she... 
takes care of people. Uh-huh. She whines until they get motivated to do something. That There is yeah. something about that that there can be positive. I'm pretty sure they just made somebody who's just straight up annoying and stupid. And she looks like a good character from a posse of people who are so horrible mean <laughs> jerks that aren't particularly useful themselves that she looks like a normal person compared to them i think if they're she's heroes. nice i feel like she's nice she has good intentions i love i love konosuba i do too it's so funny okay what else do you like about Aqua? she's really relatable she celebrates really hard she works really hard she has a cool outfit she accidentally saves the day sometimes. I really like her blue hair. I really feel like she's a very cheerful person most of the time or a very positive person most of the time. Like she really does bring in that level of we can do it attitude, even though she messes things up a lot. Right. I do feel like everybody else in the group kind of has somewhat of a positive attitude, but she's really good at bringing that happiness to the group. When she's sad, she gets really sad. And when she's happy, she's really happy. So I really like that she's a very dynamic person that shows a wide range of emotions. Yeah. I feel like you don't always... Freaking out. Yeah. Or extremely happy drinking party or smug. Yeah. Three emotions. (laughs) Very wide range. What I'm saying is like, I feel like in anime sometimes, in general, and in media, sometimes you don't get women that are portrayed as more than just, like, beautiful or smart. Like, they're that. They're one thing. So I just have fun seeing somebody who's so all over the place, goofy, whiny, funny, happy, sad, angry, smug, you know, all sorts of different things. I think that she has a really fun... Freaking out smug and party (laughs) that's kind of a good way to sum it up i just think she's really fun she's fun that's what you like about her i I do like her ditziness like she's fun she's kind of ditzy but it's endearing to me Mm -hmm. i think it's endearing how all over the place she is and i think that she would be a fun person to be friends with i think you might have to be like oh no you can't do that but i think she would have a really good time and she would be loyal she's obviously loyal because she could have left kazuma in the dust by now right but she's like no we have to do what we said we have to defeat the demon king and so she stuck around she could have easily not done that and been like i'm a goddess i don't have time for you but she hasn't I really enjoy characters who can be really mean and get their comeuppance for it. And I like how she is super mean in the first episode to Kazuma. It's just really funny how she pays for it like immediately. And I like how she has all this competition with the other goddesses. Yeah, and she's like funny. the head goddess, but she's always mad at people that like the other goddess. I also like her character arc. She starts out as this big important goddess and then Kazuma brings her down to his level in the next world and she learns to work really hard with him and to get these kind of crappy jobs and then they become adventurers and they move up in the world and then they get to move into a better place and that's better for her. So I like how she's slowly gaining some status back, you know what I mean? And then she realizes that there are people who still worship her and really falls back on that and holds on tight to that. I like how she shows that even somebody of high status and who thinks they're great can be really relatable and like selfish. Anytime she sees something that could benefit her but doesn't benefit anybody else, she always goes for it. It's really relatable to see her not being a bro over and over again, basically being kind of mean to everybody. 
But she cares about everybody. She tries to help Kazuma whenever she can, even if she's not good at it. And she tries to help the other girls too. She's contract bound to help him and she can't leave the world unless she does it. Yeah, but she still cares about him. Like, she was so upset when anything bad happens to him. She doesn't have to try to help him at every little thing. She certainly seems smug when he wants to give up. And she's like, I don't want to have you around anyway. And then (laughs) he's like, but then you'll be stuck in the world and you won't be able to defeat the demon king and she's like ah don't leave me here <laughs> that's in the beginning they get closer uh-huh. they, they get do. closer yeah they do i like how she has goddess abilities that sometimes she uses well her abilities all look really cool mm-hmm. even if they don't really do anything <laughs> yeah like when she uses them they look neat even if nothing comes from it yeah I also really like her faces. That's one thing I can say unequivocally, is that she makes the best faces. They're so hilarious. They are really funny. She has such a wide range of faces, too. Like, angry, sad, happy, goofy, smug, disappointed. I love that about her. Her faces are comedy gold. She just really brings something special to that anime, I think. I kind of feel like she's the heart of the show, in a way. She just brings that funniness to the show that's different than I think what the other three bring. All right. So last part, let's name our top three things that we like Top three things we like. My number one, I like her faces she makes. She's very funny with her faces. I like her smugness. She's very smug and that's very funny to see her get her comeuppance. I like her outfit. I know people make fun of her because they're not sure if she's wearing enough clothes, but I think her outfit looks cute. My top three things are I like how funny she is, number one. I think she's hilarious. She's my favorite character in all of Konosuba. I think she's hysterical. Some people might find her annoying but I find her hilarious. Number two, I know this might be a funny thing to say, but I like how relatable she is, at least to me. Sometimes I want to do all the things Aqua does and whine and lay around all day and just sometimes I try my best and I mess everything up. And I just think it's funny to watch someone do that in such like a dramatic, comedic way on such an insane scale, just like continually messing things up. And thirdly, despite all that, she just keeps trying and I appreciate that about her. Lastly, I know this is four i agree i like her outfit i like her hair i think she has a cute character design and so that's it for our waifu of the week next up we're going to talk about some anime that we've been watching recently in this part we're going to talk about spoilers you can go ahead and skip to the anime that you do want to listen to the times will be in the show notes get a hold of yourself man okay well i watched where that clip is from Cromarty high school and i have fallen in love it's hilarious i've watched episodes 1 through 23 so far so i only have three more episodes left but it is so funny it is a gem of a comedy series i think it's hilarious it's about these delinquents in high school and they just make fun of some of the tropes about delinquents they make fun of some of the stereotypical like i'm hardcore look at how hardcore i am and it's just really goofy like they have these running gags that I really appreciate and they just keep making it bigger and bigger than it is just till it's so ridiculous and I really love that kind of humor it's very Psyche K kind of school rumble type humor which I absolutely love and it puts a smile on my face every time I watch it I will laugh out loud
loud every time I watch it. The episodes are only like 11 minutes. So I'll usually watch it when I'm getting ready to go somewhere in the morning. So like while I'm doing my hair or makeup or whatever. And I'm sure that you've heard me before just like laughing yes, in the bathroom. Yes. It sounds ridiculous. <laughs> it is. There's a running gag. One of the guys in the show is named Mekazawa and he's a robot and nobody will acknowledge that he's a robot. And the main character is like, are we going to finally say something? And they're like, wow, Mekazawa, you don't look like you feel good. And he's just like, maybe he needs repair. And they're like, oh, you, we should take you to the doctor. They will oh not acknowledge God. that he's a robot. And it just leaves the main guy feeling stupid. Or there's this other guy who's the leader of the freshman class of all the freshman mm-hmm. delinquents. But he gets motion sickness. And this was a running theme throughout. So they just keep showing his character growth during various episodes of trying to get better. He's like, I have practice going on trains and I've practiced riding in cars but I didn't think we'd be flying a plane to our school field trip uh-huh. and then like on that field trip the plane gets hijacked <laughs> and then he ends up in Nevada or whatever and everyone else doesn't okay <laughs> and then the main ever. character in another episode they're all trying to go on a school field trip somewhere I'm sorry but this anime is ridiculous <laughs> every time I hear you talk about it it's, it's so, so dumb everybody in the show is kind of dumb and the main character character guy is the smartest guy because he's not really a delinquent but he acts kind of dumb too anyway so they all fall asleep on the bus and he says he's gonna wake him up but he doesn't he falls asleep and so they accidentally go to the next town over and no one understands what he's trying to say he's like we passed kyoto and they just don't get it so then they had to go on another bus to try to get back to kyoto but they had no idea where that was taking them and so they ended up back where they started and it's just really funny and they're all like wow that trip went so fast it doesn't even feel like we went Seriously, like it looks like you're having a great time. I think you're gonna give this anime an eight. I think I am finished. too. I've debated in my mind giving it a seven or eight. I love it. I'm having such a great time whenever I watch it. If you need a laugh, need a smile, watch Cromarty High School. If you like delinquents, if you I like delinquent anime, yeah, I literally googled anime about delinquents, and this is the first thing that came up. And I was like, whatever, I'll give it a try. I was not disappointed. If you like comedy anime, if you like anime about delinquents, you will love Cromarty High School. All right, what else did we watch? We watched Fruits Basket Season 2, Episode 13 and 14. So 13 was all about other people that were not Toru. Yeah, like the student council, right? And yeah, the student one, the council. The next one was about horse girl, Reen. I prefer it when it's about Toru. You know, I will say I like the part, though, because Toru's upset and she, she like, falls down on the ground because she's, like, thinking about her mom. And other people make her feel better for yeah. once. Kyo does. Kyo picks her up after kind about of ignoring time. her and he kind of helps her up and so he's being nice to her and again. And then Yuki's there, too. Yeah, because her grandpa is sick, remember? Mm-hmm. And it kind of triggers her feelings of her mom Right, dying. right. So they all supported her. I don't like that part and i'm glad that kyo stopped being distant from her because i want her to be happy and not feel sad that he's not talking to her toru never deserves to feel sad ever but i'm pretty ready for it to be more about oru again i don't care about rin or haru like they're nice and all but i feel like i have legitimate daughter feelings about toru like i don't want her to fall in love with anybody nobody deserves her yeah nobody deserves my little toru and (laughs) i don't want anybody to like take her away they're never gonna protect her right she's perfect she just needs to stay with her two group of friends because they love her and they'll protect her yeah i trust those two i don't know if i trust other people though no guy is gonna be enough for toru 
All right. What's another anime you watch by yourself? I watched Run with the Wind, episodes 16 through 19. That's been really good. So basically, the couple episodes before this were just them getting ready for the Hakane Ekiden, which is their run, the really big run that they've been working towards. So now they just started running the Ekiden, and it's been so good. It's been so exciting watching them run, although I'm really nervous. One of them is sick, and there's only 10 of them. So all the other teams who do this kind of race will usually have multiple people that are able to run 20 plus on their team or so at least from what I understand from the anime and they only have 10 which is the absolute minimum amount you can have run the race so they're kind of in trouble if somebody can't run right Mm -hmm. so this guy is sick and I'm really worried that that's going to somehow screw up their time but there's been some interesting character development one of the twins was running and realized that this would maybe be his last time running because he believes that his other twin likes it better than he does and there's also a girl Hana who came and cheered for him and she thinks that she has a crush on him so that was an interesting development it's been pretty obvious that she likes one of the twins but he thinks it's him and the mm-hmm. episode literally ended with him reaching his twin brother and being like i think hana has a crush on me and him being like what and then like running and then that's it what's so he it gonna end is this... up with anything actually happening with the two of them no and i'm like well is this gonna affect his running now is he gonna be upset that she doesn't like him so i'm excited to see them continue to run the hakana i'm a bit worried that some bad things are gonna happen though in one of the previous runs one of the main character guys the guy that assembled the whole team he has a scar on his leg I don't completely know what it's from I think they addressed this at some point but not fully in detail and it seemed like that hurt him last time during the run so I don't know how this is gonna go for him but this run is crazy they start in the city it takes place in all completely different parts of Japan so they run through all sorts of different climates like uphill on the highway type areas so I'm excited to continue to see I assume that the rest of the show is going to kind of be about the Ekiden and how they all do. There's about three characters so far have run through the Ekiden. The first guy, Prince, he's the guy who likes the manga. He's like the least fit of them all. He ran the first leg and I was really proud of him. He did it? Yeah, he did it. He got through it. Very nice. He got through it. Do you think he's going to finish? He already finished his part. So basically what happens is they each run. Oh, it's a team thing? Yeah, that's why they have to have 10 members. But I'm proud of him. He finished. He worked really hard. Good for him. Did he finish in last? I think so. Oof. But the second leg guy, Musa, they had him there because he could make it up. So he made up some of it. I'm really excited just to see what happens and if they win. But I'm just worried that there's going to be some bad things that happen. And I'm a little nervous how this is all going to turn out because there's some people that are going to be graduating. And I just don't know if this is going to continue, if this was a one-time only thing. So it seems like some of the guys are wanting to continue for next year. And then some of the guys are like not sure they want to keep doing it. It's just seeing all of their hard work come into this one race a race that's so difficult is really rewarding so far Mm -hmm. what else did we watch we watched the great pretender that was really good yeah episodes three through 14 so last time we talked we had just barely started great pretender and now we've seen enough to know that i really like this anime so episode 14 is the last episode that's out i've read that there's going to be more come out that it's not technically finished yet it's like the end of the art arc yeah, it was the end of the art arc, which I really enjoyed that arc. I thought it was really good. So far, they've done a lot of cool stuff with cons that are all really big. I was saying last time they can't do every single con where everybody is in on it, but it has felt like just about every con they do, everybody in the world is in on it, especially the first big one with making drugs. That one just kept getting out of hand. Yeah. It just kept being like, oh yeah, I can make this for you. Oh yeah, let's get a lab set up. When the policewoman <laughs> person was... Yeah. in on it i was like what the that was actual crazy. heck 
So she conned the police people and the bad guys. Yeah, and then they stormed into that lab. That was insane. And he oh, was like word. a double agent. That was so crazy. I still feel like we don't know anything about Lawrence. No, we don't know that much. But apparently he's a mastermind. I wonder if the second half will be more about him. Because we've already they delved were, deeper into other people's the, stories. That one lady was wondering if the whole thing with going to Paris was a con so that they would run across the painting and sell it to that guy. She thought that somehow Lawrence had pulled this extreme long con, getting them to pull their own con by like just sitting back and doing nothing but putting them in the right place where they would take all of these actions. And I'm like, no way. Lawrence isn't that smart. I think he might be. Oh my word. No way. I don't know. If that's true, that's crazy. Which was your favorite con so far? I mean, the art one's just really good because of the love story. But in general, my favorite con is the drug one. Just because it's so fun watching them talking about the drugs and how smug they all look in the backyard of the one guy. I really like that. Me too. I thought the plane part was kind of boring. It was all right. The thing I liked about that one is I liked how they treated the guy. The girl who was super successful in the first con, the older one, she was trying to seduce him and he was like, I'm not going to fall for this. This is bullcrap. And then they fooled him really hard by showing that somebody else had won and then taking up all of his money. I thought that was really creative. And then they jumped from the building, which was really cool. That was pretty cool. The ending was cool, but I feel like all the buildup for for me was a little boring. I thought overall it was a good show. I enjoyed it. I'm excited to see more. What's one that you watched? I watched some of the Monogatari series, Koyomi Monogatari and Owari Monogatari second season. It's a rewatch for me. Koyomi Monogatari, each episode is a different part from a different episode, from a different time period in the Monogatari series. I think it's a different month and a year. It all covers different stories, but they're all kind of related. And we're going to watch it later, so I'm going to try not to spoil too much. But it was presented as like a web series kind of thing. But don't be fooled by that into thinking that it's lower quality. It's still really good. And you kind of get to see every character in it. It actually has the scenes where Shinobu and Araragi fight about donuts. Really? Yeah, that's from Koyomi. Oh, I like those scenes. Yeah. Those are fun. And then Owari Monogatari 2, and I guess some of one as well. That one is really good. It's the end of Monogatari, and it's super interesting. I can't wait to show you that. Is that the last season then? Officially? It's the last season of Monogatari. But then also there's Zuko Monogatari. And that one's also crazy. That one's after the end. Interesting. Zuko Monogatari is one of the most confusing seasons of anime. It's really weird. And it doesn't tell you what's going on. And then it sort of ends. And you still don't know for sure if you quite understand why whatever happened happened. Or what the deal was with anything. Is Mei in it? I cannot tell you. All I want to know is if Mei's there or Hanakawa. Seems like it's been 10 years since I've seen either of them. Well, I also watched From the New World. And let me tell you, that anime took me on a wild ride i was just watching it thinking it would just be some anime about kids with psychic powers that's the one with the monster rats yeah the monster rats gotcha boy did they talk about monster rats a lot i thought the monster rats would just be like creatures in the world but this anime took me for a crazy ride there are parts of it i really liked it's way in the future so i did think that was really interesting i liked how it was villages and stuff versus big technology i really like when things are way in the future but it's not so science technology based. Mm-hmm. I like when it's more a mix of dystopia and utopia because this is very much what that was. They had some very interesting rules 
kids would disappear, but they were being taken because in the past they had issues with kids who had psychic powers just like going killing off everybody and, right because they have the death of shame so that means that they can't kill anybody that looks like a human and a big part of this is in the very past the issues that they had with humans who didn't have psychic powers and the humans who did have psychic powers right and i thought it would just be about this little group of friends uncovering mysteries as they went along and realizing wow this is a bad world i mean they do but it happens over a long period of time it starts and i think they're like 12 or 13 and then it ends and they're the remaining ones are like in their 20s and they have a kid together. Their memories of the guy in their group that the main girl has a crush on gets erased. He disappears, his powers become an issue and all that. And then the other two just kind of have to run away together and die. That's pretty depressing. And so Saki and Satoru are the only two left and they become adults and they get together. And it's really sad because the two who ran away, they have a child together. And I still don't know, the anime doesn't blatantly say whether the monster rat used them and tricked them to have a kid so that they could train the kid into thinking they were a monster rat and then using the powers against the humans and then they wouldn't have the death of shame because they wouldn't think that they were killing. So we don't know what happened. But basically the monster rats were planning for years and years to betray the human. And it was really sad because part of me is like, well, I see where they're coming from. The humans are coming from. But I also see where the monster rats are coming from. And they're hiding all this information from the monster rats. And then it comes to find out at the very end which I'd kind of already read this in a comment section so I sort of spoiled this for myself so it wasn't a total like mind-blowing moment that the monster rat used to be humans and Mm -hmm. then they infused humans with naked mole rat DNA nasty yeah to make them as time went on look like monsters so that they wouldn't have the death of shame and killing them so isn't that really horrific like you're taking all the people who don't have powers and there's nothing that they did wrong to not have powers and basically making them a lesser species so that you can kill them yeah for your benefit so you can control them to continue to control them but in a way that seems orderly or seems humane in your eyes it was just a really depressing kind of show at the end i'm like dang that's sad there's really no good people in this show Mm -hmm. i mean saki and satoru the two main characters who live they do their best to try to make amends for some of this stuff the leader of the monster at squealer i kept sitting there being like guys you do not trust this dude he's a bad dude you guys need to stop he's got something up his sleeve every episode I'd be in the living room like, guys, what are you doing? Stop believing him. And he's the one who orchestrated all of this. So obviously he's a really smart person. I mean, monster rat, I guess, but he really had to think through all of this. He planned this stuff for years. Some people in the comments were like, did Squealer start planning some of this since he met these kids? The main characters are in their early 20s and he met them at like 12. And who knows how long he'd been planning that beforehand. And he did so many things that I'm like, he's testing them to see what how well their powers work, when, how long they can use them, when they stop, trying to find all this information about them. So at the very end, there's a part that genuinely just really made me cry because the council who punishes him makes it so he just gets the max amount of pain for as long as his brain can handle it forever and ever. And so at the end of it, he's just like... A big, massive brain. A big, uh, yeah. And she ends up killing him. Out out of of, pity? 
Yeah. And she talks to him and she says some stuff remembering when she first met him and just expressing a lot of empathy for Mm -hmm. him. And it just made me cry because I'm like, this is really sad because as much as I was like, don't trust him. He's obviously trying to do some bad things. He was, but at the same time, can we blame him for trying to be on equal level with the humans? And he was saying during his court that he's a human, right? And they all laughed at him. And that made me mad because I'm like, you guys are the ones that made him this way in the first place and now you're laughing at his plight you're laughing at the way that he's turned out i mean they are not personally responsible but their ancestors are personally responsible for this so it's just sad it was really sad i didn't expect it to be such a ending where i'm self-reflecting on what it means to be human and how we treat other people and how we like dehumanize others so i just kind of sat there after it ended i was like wow this was not the anime i was expecting it to be be. Was it one of my favorite anime? No. I mean, there were parts of it that were kind of boring, but I do think some of the messaging in it, if you really think about it and really pay attention to what happens and what they say, is, is really good. I would definitely recommend watching it. It sounded like you were really enjoying the mystery of it when you watched it. I was. I did get annoyed that it started to become all about monster rats. But <laughs> I was like, alright, I get yeah, it. There's pretty... monster rat. But it did all kind of like tie in at the end together. Seen enough monster rats for today. <laughs> So another anime we watched together was ReZero Season 2, Episode 1. What'd you think? I'm concerned that everybody seems to have forgotten Rem. It's the gluttony guy. The gluttony ate her memories and her name. It was kind of a weird part. I don't feel like I fully understand. And I know that they'll explain this later because it's only episode one. Where we flash to one part and it's Amelia who's there by that lady's side. Who's on the ground. Who's hurt. And then we flash to another part and it's Rem who's there. I don't understand if that's like two different realities or what that is. What's going on. But should be the same reality. It's really weird. I agree. It's kind of hard to follow. But I think that the main interesting thing is that they're searching for witches now. Right? They're trying to find these witches. They need to do that so that they can get gluttony and get her memories back. And he can't return by death to before it happened anymore. So he has to deal with this reality. And this is really one of the first times he's not been able to use return by death just to fix everything. Yeah, it's one of the first times he really killed himself really hard as well. So I'm excited because I think this is like a Wizard of Oz situation where the land has multiple witches and some of them are good and some of them are bad. And I'm excited because I like powerful women. Let's see who these witches are. Typically witches are like powerful. I want to find out too who the person is that when he tries to tell people that he has that ability i think that's the witch of greed i don't know i i really want to know i think you might be right but i want to meet her or see her and i wonder if that lady from the first season that killed everybody in the tower in the first time around if she's a witch or who she is or if we'll learn more about her because we haven't seen her again i think she's a follower of the witch of greed you're right she's like a follower you're right i remember that i forget what they're called the cult yeah so i want to know more about this kind of stuff because right now we've really only delved into like the fun adventure type parts of ReZero and I want to learn about more of the darker parts. The King hope... Selection. Yeah. The various trips they go on. Interesting to see how like I need to help Rem he was. It was interesting. I'm like hmm. Well I mean he likes her a lot. Loves her probably. I know he loves her like as a person. I don't think he's in love as with her. As a sister. I don't know about all that. <laughs> I think he literally said she's second. That's such a horrible mentality. I know. Like, well, if Amelia dies, I guess we can get together. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he never says that, but like, 
That was the implication. All right. Mark my words here. Rem is an ultra simp for Subaru. There, I said it. She's a girl simp for Subaru. Do you think we'll see any Subaru Rem romance? Do you think he'll jump ship? Maybe. Maybe he'll realize that Amelia is not all that, even though she is all that so far. She is pretty much all that. But like, so is Rem. I feel bad for Rem. I want her to find a boyfriend who loves her and is like, you are my number one girl. I don't think Subaru deserves Rem after he basically called her second place. So I want some nice boy to like come out of the woodwork and he needs be, like, to figure out how to set his own save points yeah he really does he needs to figure he out he needs to set a save point and then live out his entire life with rem and then kill himself and then go back <laughs> to the save point and, <laughs> and live then, out like, his entire life with amelia and then see which one's better yeah <laughs> That's terrible. Oh my gosh. These are the kind of options normal guys don't get. He can't do that though, as we've no. discovered, unfortunately nope. for him. But I'm excited with the direction. I can't wait to see more as we go along. So what's one that you watched by yourself? So I also watched Hamatora, and then I started the second season of that re-Hamatora with episode two. And man, some crazy things went down in this show. It started mm-hmm. out as like, we all have powers and we're a group that does nice things for everybody. They're called minimum holders, right? But then it started to get dark. There was this guy moral who's killing minimum holders and he's stealing their brains to try to give their minimum power to non-minimum holders like siler from heroes yes pretty much and that was really cool and moral was voiced by christopher patton i was like why are you evil christopher patton don't be evil but he was really cool he's a good villain he's supposedly dead i was kind of disappointed about that i wanted him to be a longer term villain but now the villain is the guy he killed we thought he killed, oh who's best friends with nice who's the main character, who's the number one strongest of all of them. And his power is really cool. It has to do like sound and stuff, I think. But anyway, Art is the new main villain. After he dies, he can come back to life. It was so cool. In the second episode, they realized that's his minimum because they thought he didn't have a minimum. His arm had got cut off. He'd gotten like shot and stuff and you see his arm start to like regenerate. Mm -hmm. And it was really cool. I'm really excited to see more of Art in this way. Although I was sad that Moral's no longer around, but Art has gray hair. So I was like, I think he's evil. And he was well i think there's more to the story nice is making it sound like there's more to the story here so we'll see first season started off a bit slow but it's been really cool i I like their minimums i mean it's not the coolest anime with people having powers in it that i've ever seen but i like it so far i mean i liked the first season i think the second season is going to be even better i like the dark turn that it's taking i like nice as a main character i think that's good i like everybody in their agency but there's some stuff happening now especially now that everybody knows about minimum holders because they didn't know that they existed it wasn't a a well-known thing gotcha so people have been rebelling against the minimum holders and saying that it's wrong for them to have powers so they're kind of taking like an x-men kind of approach i like that i like it when it's not like wow they're all heroes and this is great so another one we watched together was my team romantic comedy snafu climax episodes one through three and i thought it was really funny how they had to explain to everybody what the idea of a prom was when, that like, was so weird being American. We're so used to proms yeah, like, being a high school thing. And they were like, we got to do this like promotional video to sell the idea to people because otherwise they won't have any idea what a prom is. And it's like, what? It's Isn't ne- that just like yeah. an obvious thing you do in high school? It's never once dawned on me that other countries don't have prom. I mean, I guess if I had thought about it, maybe I'd think that other countries don't have prom. But I would have thought that they would know about it. But they didn't seem to know anything about prom. But it was kind of cool seeing them trying to do a prom thing and 
Yeah, like succeeding and doing a little video and wanting to be good the whole time even though some parts are going to be edited out but the video will still be there and all that yeah like, they're still working hard on it what do you think spiral honestly i have to admit i'm kind of bored of the show <laughs> like i really just want something to happen i am most excited about my team romantic comedy snafu when it's about his team romantic comedy when it's about the romance like him having to choose or their okay. relationship with each other but the, here's the, the classroom thing. politics get me lost sometimes here's the thing though there isn't any romance there's none he he doesn't go out on dates with anybody he's not almost kissing anybody he's not telling anybody that they're beautiful it feels like all the romance is being carried by the two girls and it, it just feels like they keep making it seem like it's deeper than what it is and it's not all it is is he needs to decide who he likes or if he likes either of them and then tell them and yeah it might change the dynamics if one of them starts going out with him but he just needs to decide and the way he acts sometimes it doesn't feel like he likes anyone so i'm just getting a little frustrated i'm like something needs to like move forward with this okay this is third season and nothing has happened you know what i mean yeah it can be like that sometimes but also it's fun seeing them try to succeed in their school politics world and like try to have fun events and try to be prom king and queen so that is fun i do Mm -hmm. like that and the characters are all really strong they're all good characters i just wish their characters would move forward i feel like we haven't had any forward movement in terms of their relationship building yeah since like season two and then just make it more dramatic than what it needs to be like it just needs to move on it was interesting watching them fumble around with their relationship but as soon as they all realized that they had a problem communicating and decided that they were going to be friends that figured this whole thing out together it just has felt stilted since then i agree can't identify with a bunch of people who have entered in this weird relationship agreement where they want to figure it out together like that's not something that happens in real life yeah normally it's people who just don't know what they're doing trying their best to figure it out and one of my favorite things is when there's like all this awkwardness in in anime between people and then they eventually do figure it out they just don't have to talk about it for you know a whole season yeah it's it's too meta sometimes that's what i don't like is you stumble around and you're not sure and things are awkward but eventually one of you or or both of you are just like okay this is how i feel right and then you move on but you stumble around in that relationship yeah a real relationship and you figure it out together but i feel like in this it's just them stumbling around being like we need to figure this out and then weird things happening where they just don't figure it out but they just talk about it i mean i'm excited to hopefully see him pick somebody that's just my main hope right now yeah i guess we'll see so what else did you watch by yourself the last thing i watched by myself was millionaire detective so this is a currently airing show and i watched the first two episodes i kind of like it you kind of like it what's it about so the main character's name is haru kato and haru is a very stickler for the rules kind of guy sure and then daisuke kambe is the millionaire detective guy so he joins up with the agency and in the second episode we see his house which is like this huge giant mansion. And we don't mm-hmm. really know why, but he has a balance that's unlimited. And he just spends money on everything. Like in the first episode, the main character, Haru, is just like, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to chase down these people who are trying to bomb places. And it ends up just being this couple who's trying to steal jewels. There's this other terrorist issue mm-hmm. that they have going down. But this couple just accidentally like steals the van that the terrorists had put a bomb in without knowing. And they drive off because they used it as a getaway car. Oh. And Kambe makes it so that the bridge that they're on starts going up 
truck with them on it like on the middle part and so their car is on the incline and the detective guy Haru jumps from the car with Kame jumps into the car with the bomb and then knocks the girl out of the driver's seat to save her and then the car falls into the water and explodes and he luckily Haru is like hanging onto the bridge and Kambe walks over and Haru's like help me up and he just lets him drop he doesn't help him he lets him drop into the water does he live after and he, his yeah, drop? he's fine it's not like that far of a drop but he has this smug look on his face and he just lets him fall oh he'll, he'll say stuff like yeah I can get this done for like 1.5 million dollars is the guy who's rich the one who lets him drop yeah what a jerk. I know, but I like him. All right. You're looking forward to the rest of the episodes? Yeah. How much is out so far? Two so far. So episode two is really good. They're like trying to stop this drug ring and we meet Kambe's sister. That's like a mechanic lady. Mm-hmm. She was posing as part of that drug group to get intel. But Haru gets so mad at Kambe because he's like, you can't just throw money at everything. And he just gets so frustrated because he's a traditional detective. He wants to do stuff the right way by the books. And Kambe just does stuff with money. But he gets all these things solved that of course Haru couldn't do on his own but their dynamics are really interesting I love how frustrated he gets at Kambe and Kambe is just like here for some reason and we don't really know why he decided to join the worst detective agency Mm -hmm. but anyway he's there I'm excited to see what happens I want to learn more why Haru isn't with the original detective agency the good one I guess we'll have to wait and see yeah and I'm wondering why Kambe is there at all so another show we've watched two episodes of is Uzuki-chan wants to hang out about this one last time because you watched it by yourself mm-hmm. but i have started watching the dub now that that's out with you monica real is doing a great job i think i think so too pretty amusing show it like you said it's not the best show ever but it's pretty amusing mm-hmm. their relationship's really goofy i like his boss at the place he works how yeah, he just like watches two. them yeah everybody just sort of watches them <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're very amusing. Yeah, for sure. There's a shot in episode two where she's outside of the coffee place and you can see her through the window and she just notices him and then she's like, oh my God. And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's so cute. She's like, hey, oh my gosh. And then she, he's like, mm, why are you here? This is my worst nightmare. It's so relatable, that show. I think it really strikes a chord with how introverts feel about things and how fun they are yeah because she was making fun of him for going to the movies alone and meanwhile both of us were like huh i think going to the movies alone would be really nice they're very goofy i really like when she is like oh you have another friend (laughs) (laughs) i can't believe it and she's like pouring coffee or like tea into her mug Uh and it's overflowing onto her hand (laughs) burning her but she doesn't react to that she's just like in awe that he has another friend and she's like you have to introduce me i need to know this person that is friends with you and then she's like like looking across the cafeteria like are you okay you actually you have help? a friend <laughs> is that person a stranger or real but then he's like stop getting on your phone it's rude to do that and your noodles get soggy and he's like you're such a boomer basically it's like you're such an old man telling me what to do and then her noodles get soggy yeah <laughs> it's I know. like yep I feel that so hard. Yeah, their relationship's really amusing. Needs to listen to him. Unlike someone you know. No, 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 no. It's nothing like us. It's nothing like us at all. 
I'm very introverted, but I'll be like, I'll do what I want. And you'll be like, you can't just do that because that'll hurt you in some way. And I'll be like, whatever. And then it hurts me in some way. I have a scar on my thumb from you being like, you can't cut cheese towards you. And I'll, I'll give like, you, I'll, I'll give do you a what bonus. I'll give you a bonus quote. Ready? What? Rule number one. I'm always right. Rule number two. If I'm wrong, refer to rule number one. Who is that? Guess. I don't know. It's from a shonen mystery. That sounds so familiar, but I really don't know. It's L from Death Note. Really? Yeah. Why can I not get any L quotes right? Oh, well. Oh, L. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Last one that we watched. Rent-A-Girlfriend. Yeah. So you've watched this by yourself. I watched Um, some of it by myself. I'm not done with it, though. No, and we've watched one through four, the dub. What do you think? I think it's good. It makes me strongly dislike Mommy. It gives me strong emotions. (laughs) So I don't hate Mommy like everybody else does. You should. She is mean and manipulative. Well, she's a person. And human beings can be mean and manipulative, right? A bad person. She's a bad person. And Chizuru is taking it all like a mature, beautiful lady. Seriously, his friend, though? Yeah. That like punches him is a champ. Yes. The last episode we watched was the beach episode. Yeah. He's like the coolest guy. He is really cool. He's like, why are you being a jerk to a girl that actually likes you? You're hopeless and you need to. I mean, he doesn't know the whole context. Yeah. I but mean, he's obviously. like going to Cheese Room being like, please, my best friend is an idiot. <laughs> you need to give him another chance because he's a good guy. He has, there's some hope. <laughs> he could be a good guy, maybe. Like, if you fix him, he might be a good guy. Please don't give up on him. He talks to me about mommy chan all the time, okay? But don't worry about it. He might cheat on you is what I'm basically trying to say. But I'm give glad, him a chance. I'm glad he called out mommy, though, too, and was like, you need to stop flirting with him all the time. Yeah. In front of Chizuru. That's true. But also, she's so devious. I want to see what kind of horrible lies and deceit she can come up with. Because she's evil, and I kind of like that. She's crazy. Does she like him? I bet she likes him. I don't think she likes him. She just wants to take him away from someone else. What if she secretly likes him? him deep down i don't think so i think it's a mentality of i want to have you i want you to want me but i don't really care if you date me like i want you to want me and i want you to like me because i want all guys to like me and want me and what does it say about me if some pathetic loser doesn't still get hung up on me i think that comes from a place of insecurity on her end what if she dumped him for a legitimate reason? Maybe she's becoming a rent-a-girlfriend and no, you can't have no. a boyfriend at a time that you're becoming a rent-a-girlfriend? She got bored of him because he wanted her. And, and then, then now that she thinks he doesn't want her anymore, she wants him to want her again. And then what if she dumped him for a legitimate reason and no. she had a legitimate reason not to see his grandma uh-huh. and then she gets screwed over and it is all down on herself because he suddenly has a new girlfriend and she's alone and she has to lie about having a boyfriend and make him feel bad and make him want to fall in love with her again. But she doesn't say she has a boyfriend, does she? I don't remember. What if she's coming from a good place? Yeah, you can believe that, but you're wrong. Well, I also like her if she's just straight up evil, though. She I kind of I like that. Evil. She is kind of cool. Evil. No, it's not. Because there's no characters that are like girls that are just so evil. It's fun. They're funny. It's fun. I like those characters too. Well, I don't like her because she's a specific brand of manipulation Ooh. that I just really don't like. Like, I don't like girls who mess with guys just to get something from them that they want, but they don't really like them, and they like try to mess up their relationships, whether it's fake or not. I just don't like girls who manipulate guys. I can see that. That's fair. But also, I feel like 
the main character is a special brand of jerk guy and he kind of deserves somebody who's a special brand of jerk girl you know who doesn't deserve this though you know who doesn't deserve this Cheezeroo Cheezeroo I don't care if she's a fake girlfriend or not she does not deserve to have her relationship that somebody thinks is real disrespected like that in front of her how do you feel in general about the idea of an app where you rent a girlfriend or a boyfriend you know I know this is a real thing in Japan and I knew about this before I've ever watched her in a girl friend like I knew that this existed I feel like it's kind of strange but if you're lonely and you're trying to get over something or you want companionship or you need somebody who's gonna spend time with you maybe like you're depressed and then you just want to get out there in the real world and it can help you practice for a real girlfriend or it can help you to be with someone who you know is gonna be nice to you you know what I mean because you're paying this person to basically be nice to you care about you do things with you I kind of don't see anything wrong with it I think it's sad that people might feel like they need that sometimes but I do see why people feel like they need it. It makes complete sense to me. It's sad that they might feel that lonely, but if that's what they feel like they need to do. I've been in a place before where I felt lonely and I felt like I didn't have any friends. So I can see a world where it would be nice to have somebody who you could pay to be your friend or pay to like go out with you. How I feel about it is, in my head, the supply is going to be girls and guys who are just looking for some money or perhaps are empathetic toward these kind of people and just want an avenue to get some easy money or get connected with people that they feel empathetic toward but they don't just want to go out and make friends with a bunch of people who don't know how to be friends with people obviously and with a no out it's a very safe way of hanging out with these people who are probably going to become very attached to you right like there's a contract Um, relationship is specifically defined but i think that the demand side of it the guys or the girls that are lonely they're either i think most likely they're either people who just recently had relationship trouble something that is like an acute problem a temporary problem where they just feel lonely and they need something right now and i feel like that's always a safe market i'm fine with people who just feel like they're in a bad situation and they don't want to talk to their friends about it maybe maybe they don't want to talk to any of their close relatives about it maybe they just want affection from somebody who is gonna not talk to the people in their life about it i could see that if you don't want to be vulnerable in front of those people being vulnerable in front of a girlfriend that's being a fake girlfriend for you might be easier and might help you get through it it's not going to give you the love you need but it'll give you some of the comfort and affection I think Rena girlfriend though is a little special in that she genuinely seems to care about him and genuinely seems to give him good advice. Whereas I feel like a regular renter girlfriend is going to try her best, but who knows if they'll actually give you any good advice on anything or if they'll just listen to your problem. It would be more like in the first episode where she's, oh look, we're at an aquarium. Isn't this exciting? Yeah. Just like that kind of cutesy, which I feel like can give people some enjoyment in the moment. She didn't even know any fish names. Yeah, that was whatever. That's on him. That's, that's his fault like, for being such a jerk. And then you know what? She went and learned those names. Yeah, she's she She's a great did. rental girlfriend. She's amazing. I think that it was really cool how the fourth episode that we just watched ended on him throwing the phone where mommy was on the phone call with him and, yeah, and diving down and saving Chizuru from falling over the boat. He better really take care of her and not meet mommy at the pool. I don't care if mommy is all in the pool all alone. What if I told you that in the next episode there's a kissing scene? I'd believe it. You would? Who do you think it's between? Chizuru and the main guy. Could they really do that in episode five? 
Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? Lay it out. Okay, so she's sick, right? Like we talked about in the cliches, mm-hmm. uh, cliches episode last episode. So she's not dead, first of all. Yeah, so she'll be sick. Or maybe he's giving her CPR. Okay. And that's what you mean by kiss. But I think what's likely is maybe she'll be sick and he'll take her back to the hotel room and he'll be taking care of her and she'll say something like in her state of delirium while she's asleep or something. Maybe he'll like lean in to like try to hear what she said and then she'll kiss him or something. And then she'll like be fully awake and she'll be like, oh my gosh. And she'll freak out and be like, forget that ever happened. How close am I? I mean, I said, what if there was a kissing scene? Oh, why are you doing this to me? (laughs) I guess you'll have to wait and see in episode five. I mean, there was already a kissing scene with him and mommy, so. Mmm, it's pretty hot. She better. Huh? Ew, no, it's not. It's gross. Mommy is so pretty, and no, like, she's not. who wouldn't want to kiss her? Me? She's gross. I'm just teasing everybody, by the way. I know that mommy's evil. I just want to be clear. I think all the memes are hilarious about her being yeah. awful. I hope that you have a good rest of the 2020, except you, mommy. <laughs> Jeez. Happy Monday to everybody except mommy from Rita Girlfriend. <laughs> You all have made my 2020 so, not you. Nice. <laughs> Much better. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I could go on and on about how much I dislike mommy for like two hours. I know, hours. I know. I'm sure by the end, you'll be able to sympathize with her more, I bet. We'll see. For the record, I am much further on and I don't know if I can say that she's been redeemed at all. But she definitely is evil. I can definitely say that. <laughs> well, I guess we'll just have to wait and she see. She acts evil. I shouldn't say people are evil, mm, but... I don't know. There's some real evidence here. Her real personality comes out in her text messages and she's so mean in those. Why is she so upset? Or is she blogging? She's doing like a private blog kind of thing with her Twitter. I'm telling you, she just wants everyone to love her. And well, I'm wondering like what what is her motivation? She like, wants attention. In these kind of anime, typically nobody's actually evil. Typically there's a good reason for these she kind of actions. She just had issues when she was a kid with attention or with boys. Maybe boys made fun of her or something when she was younger and she wasn't cute. And then she got really cute and now she's using it to like get back at, at boys who mean to her you think so like using them huh do you think that she has a naruto villain backstory i think so do you think that the guy who <laughs> yelled at mommy earlier is going to like naruto her and be like you and i are the same i was also lonely when i was a child and like maybe well straight up talk no jutsu mommy and then she'll turn into a good guy i hope so i guess we'll just have to wait and Actually, see i don't hope so i hope she just like oh my word People can be redeemed. No. You can... Uh, no! Forgiveness is a virtue. Yes, it is. But I don't have to forgive mommy because she's not a real person. Man, you are not sounding like a Naruto fan right now. Orochimaru <laughs> okay. oh, is sorry. still... Orochimaru and Sasuke are both appreciated in the Leaf Village. And they both did stuff that was way more evil than... Okay, if you don't... Sasuke like... said he wanted to become the Hokage. Yeah, have I forgiven him for that? No, I haven't. <laughs> right after You're being like... I've forgiven I'm going to destroy the Leaf Village. I I'm going to become Hokage. I know, and that was the most annoying moment what? in all of Naruto. It's like, what? bro, you just fought alongside Naruto. Why can't you be chill for five minutes? You assume <laughs> that I have forgiven him, but I have not. Just like I will never forgive mommy either. I see. Well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my word. 
I guess we'll have to see next time. Yes, I cannot stop watching this anime. It's so good. I keep on wanting to see what happens in the next episode. Are they going to be okay? What if they drown? I guess we'll find out next time. Is Phone Coon okay? Is Phone Phone Coon okay? What happened to Phone Coon? Yeah, I guess Phone Coon definitely had some cracks in it. Yeah, definitely did not look okay. On the ferry. All right, well, I think that's all from us today. So thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Yeah, thanks for listening. I'm your husband's illegitimate daughter.